Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Christ-Centered Conversations. Um, my name is Samuel Robenheimer and here with Margaret Hancock. Um, we are excited about this episode and we are going to be focusing on Alma 711 um, and some of the other verses surrounding it we'll discuss as well. But we are super excited and this is one of my favorite scriptures at least and I know Margaret likes it a lot. Um, and we are super excited for the preparation and the study that we have been able to do for it. Um, to start off, Margaret, would you be willing to read us that verse? Of course. And he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind, and this that the word might be fulfilled, which saith he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. Awesome. So when you read that scripture, what sticks out to you first? Um, the first thing in my study that stuck out to me when I was um, reading over it and studying the verses around it and gaining context um, was how it mentions temptation. Um, Christ went forth and he suffered pains, afflictions, and also temptations of every kind. I think that I, and I think a lot of people, have the misconception that when we experience temptation, it's only a result of our wrongdoing or the fact that we are imperfect and that we experience um, that we are sinful beings as we're imperfect. Um, but in reality, while those things can result in temptation and increase temptation, um, because Christ was tempted, we can understand that temptation is an opportunity for us to be able to become stronger at resisting Satan. Satan tempts us because he wants to derail the Lord's plan and he wants to um, take us away from our Father. Um, and understanding that even Christ was tempted helps us understand that when, when we feel temptation, it's an opportunity to resist. It's an opportunity to become stronger and an opportunity to push us closer to the Lord. I love that. So when I, I read the scriptures, personally, I mean, and I know you do this as well, but I like to question, like, why is this so important for us to know? Like, why? Because you read in the Book of Mormon and it says, like, the words that they wrote were very important because they didn't have a lot of room. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a lot of resources to write those things right mm -hmm. and it took a lot of effort and it to took actually a lot of engrave. effort yeah no it took a lot of effort so they to were engrave choice it. with their words <laughs> so you think about that and why did they include that right and for mm -hmm. me like i love what you said and i love that it includes temptation right we look at it and we're like oh satan uh, tempts us but like it's because we're we're trash but that's not true and i think it's interesting that it says like even jesus christ was tempted right we read in the the new testament and satan is tempting christ all the time and like different things happen and i'm sure there were temptations like christ was probably like tired sometimes and mm -hmm. he didn't want to do something so there are there are these temptations and i think it's really awesome that like it includes that because god wants us to understand that like satan understands that we have temptations and he understands when we give in to temptations Mm -hmm. and he is patient with us and loving and that is part of the reason why he is so willing to forgive and have mercy is because he understands the power that temptation has in our lives yeah i i really enjoyed kind of reading and studying christ's willingness to undergo all these things mm -hmm. um and i think as we kind of analyze how instead of just doing 
coming to earth and and doing all that he did out of an obligation to the father, which is also important. Um, it was it was more than that. And I think knowing that we not only have a God who did these things because um, that that he did them for us, we also have a God who wanted to do these things for us. And at least for me, knowing that that Christ had the desire to suffer what he did and to um, go through pains that we couldn't imagine, um, that helps me feel closer to my Savior when I'm at a low point or when I need to outstretch a hand. I, I feel like like he's my personal savior. Yeah, I love that. And I'd love to hear your answer to this as well. But I think part of the reason why Christ is so willing and something that we often overlook when we're in the church is that Christ didn't only take on our weaknesses, our imperfections, our infirmities, our sins, our temptations. Mm-hmm. He also took on everything good in our lives. Yeah. So he died for us. It wasn't, he didn't die for our sins. He didn't die for our infirmities. He didn't feel these things for only those things. He died for the joy that we will feel. He died for the happiness that we can bring into our mm-hmm. lives. He died for the opportunity that we will have to be able to have the spirit much like people will go into battle for freedom. They will go into battle for peace, right? They will go into battle for protection for their families. Like he went into battle with what he faced in the Garden of Gethsemane, as well as everything before, knowing the opportunities we will have for good and Mm -hmm. wanting those to come about. Yeah. And I think, you know, entertaining that view, which I don't think is talked about enough, um, that the the ultimate reason behind Christ's suffering for us was not so that we could be free from sin. That was not the ultimate goal. Yes, it did allow us to release ourselves from sin, but the ultimate goal was that that end is that we can feel joy and that the joy that we will feel in this life will overwhelm the pain that we feel because Christ suffered um, for the the majority good that we'll feel and being able to understand and have that perspective is I think really enlightening knowing that even though it might feel like sometimes our lives are are clouded and overcrowded with more darkness than light and it feels like that's the majority of of our earth experience sometimes knowing that Christ suffered so that we could feel the most joy possible, I think, is really hopeful going forward for ourselves. Yeah. So I guess in what ways have you seen that like going through a hard time and having faith in Jesus Christ has allowed you to find a better place or a happier place and has helped you gain that experiences in your those or that testimony in your life? Yeah, I think all of the the hard times of my life have stimulated a lot of growth that I wouldn't otherwise experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when things are going well, there's also opportunities for growth, but I, I think that, that when we are tried and when we are tested and when we are forced to either turn away from the Lord or come closer to him to move forward, when we choose to come closer to him in those times um, and not push him away and, and even just, Sometimes it feels like we're just tolerating the Lord because we're, we're frustrated and we feel alone. But even doing the least to not push him away, he allows us to 
to be able to move forward and grow. And so I think the growth that occurs from times of, of trial and tribulation are unmatched by, by any other periods of our life. And, and I think that that's essential. And I've, I've been able to see in my own life how times that I, I didn't enjoy going through and I couldn't see the benefit have made me a stronger person, a better person, and more of the person that I want to be. Yeah, I love that. And I know a couple episodes ago, I think our first episode maybe, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned coming to school was a big anxiety for you and you mm-hmm. weren't sure if you were able to do it and it was mm-hmm. hard for you. Mm-hmm. But because you went through, like, you were able to be helped by the Savior. And I know you're one of the most Christ-like people I've ever met in my life. And oh, your gosh. your effort and focus on the gospel is incredible to me. Um, but because you were putting in the effort, like Christ helped you. And you have received a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and success through school. Yeah. Right? And even just, I mean, that as well. But also just, I think the knowledge that we can do, go through hard things is really undervalued i think i think being able to understand how great our capacities really are um gives us a lot of confidence in in who we are and who we can become um and i think having an idea of who we can become um and being able to see a little bit of who god knows that we can grow into um is essential for us to be able to be motivated to keep treading through the water to to find the pieces that we need to, to grow and to become that person that we want to be. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, I love verse 12 of this chapter mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say it perfectly, and I don't have it pulled up, but it, it goes on to say, like, and he shall suffer death, that he may loose the bands of death, and that he will take upon our sins and our weaknesses so that he can have mercy. And then because of the mercy he has, he will know how to succor us according to our infirmities, mm-hmm. right? So Christ knows what we need, mm-hmm. and he knows what we can achieve. He is all-knowing. He, is, mm-hmm. he knows the end from the beginning, just like God does. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he knows that it's worth it. Um, and I'm not saying Christ wouldn't have suffered knowing, like, if he didn't know what the outcome would be Mm -hmm. but i think in and of itself like it made it worth it for him yeah knowing that we would have joy knowing that the light would always outweigh the dark Mm -hmm. right knowing that good would always overcome evil through what he did through the atonement Mm -hmm. and i think that's so incredible as well like it was a it was a fight worth bleeding from every pore worth feeling the pain and the afflictions and temptations and all these things of the entire human race Mm -hmm. um just in and of itself right there like it was worth it for him knowing the opportunity that we will have to have joy and to have happiness and to feel the spirit and to feel the light and to be with god one day yeah i mean it makes it so worth it it makes me want to be better it makes me want to keep trying and not give up when my life is frustrating and when temptations come and when all these different things arise in my life i i i look at it i'm like okay well if i keep relying on the savior it will be better one day if not in a couple months in a couple years if not a couple years i mean by the end of my life when i'm in heaven again at least hopefully by then it'll be good i i think but i don't know yeah no i i like the idea of 
that you were talking about of how, you know, Christ suffered for us to have the opportunity to become the people that he knows that we can be. And I think that, I mean, often it feels like we're asked to do so much. We have to have so much faith in Christ, but Christ has a lot of faith in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he wouldn't have been able to bring himself to, to go through all that he did if he didn't have such great faith in, in us. And, and I think that knowing that makes it a lot easier to have faith in him and have faith in ourselves. Um, because Christ is perfect. And if he has faith that we can become what he believes we can, then if we put forth our effort, like that's, that is in the cards, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not just this ideal that we can't reach that we're just striving to get toward. We will become perfect and we can. Yeah. So long as we continue focusing on the right place. So here's a question for you. And I was just thinking about this while, while you were talking and it's not really related to what you said. Sure. Um, although I do love what you said. And, <laughs> Um, I, I had the, the thought, like, knowing this, how does that affect how we view other people? Um, I think that it is far too easy because I think we all have a really strong inclination toward pride. I think that's one of the ways that, that Satan can hold us back the most. Um, I think being able to kind of have grace and have mercy with the people around us and see them as Christ's children and as works in progress like we are, I think it allows us to to love others more, to be more Christ-like ourselves. And I think it opens doors to um, progression for ourselves that we otherwise wouldn't encounter. I think that I think that being able to understand the value of others as we pray to see them um, the way that the Lord does allows our eyes to be opened a little bit more to one, um, the value of those around us. And then two, being able to recognize that reflects back on ourselves and reminds us of the value that we have as well. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I, I, the reason I guess why I was thinking about this is like, I was thinking about how oftentimes I feel like I'm trash and then you remind me that I'm not every time, but I was thinking about myself and like the things I go through in my life. And then I was thinking about where I work, right? I work in a construction company, mm-hmm. fencing, and I am surrounded by people who stereotypically construction is a lot more vulgar. And like the, the people there aren't very like Christ-like oftentimes. And that's not the case for everyone. There are some incredible people there that I love and are super Christ-like. Um, some of the foremen I work with are incredible. Um, but I mean, it's not the cleanest environment. And sometimes that frustrates me and I get really annoyed with these people when I hear words I don't want to hear. And I just, I just want to like yell at them and just be like, stop. But I, I think in and of itself, I mean, I could be a better example. That's not taking away from the fact that I could, I could put out what I, what I would hope they were, how they were acting around me. But knowing that they are also going through their own things and like, for like take away the gospel for a second psychology wise like everyone is going through different things and their environment is different and we don't know all of that Mm -hmm. but knowing that god knows that and knowing that jesus christ knows that it makes me want to treat them better as well Mm -hmm. um and i know in the um there's a talk by elder uchtdorf and it's it's called you are my hands i Mm -hmm. think it's from 2010 
Yeah. I mean, there's a quote and I, I'm not going to pull it up again, but it's, it says like, as we reach out to others in Christ-like love, our own spirits become refined. Mm-hmm. We become more in tune with the spirit. We gain all of these things through viewing others the way the savior views them. Yeah. And I think that that's something you do very well is every time I get frustrated and I feel like I'm just weak and imperfect, you always remind me of my potential. And I'm super grateful for that. And I I think it's so important that you are like that. And I want to be more like that, but you are incredibly good at viewing other people with their potential and the way that they view them. Well, I think that one thing that we underestimate is um, the power of the example that we hold. Um, And I'm sure that this goes for you and your workplace as well. And that's kind of what made me think of it. But I, you you always hear about how, um, and this has happened to, I'm sure, most of you and probably both of us at many times in our lives. But it's every once in a while, someone will speak up and, and mention the impact that your example has had on them. Mm-hmm. And the people who say something about it are just a sliver of the people you have actually impacted. Um, but they demonstrate the pattern that you have on other people. And I think, I think that just goes to show that when we do strive to be Christ-like and we strive to serve others without judgment and just with pure Christ-like love, that that's how we help others to feel those same things and to want to do the same want to come closer to the lord and it helps us to um, solidify those qualities within ourselves and i think even a desire to be better and a desire to be more humble and more patient and have better long suffering even when we just have a desire to do those things it shows through and other people see that and it it reflects it reflects well on them and they're able to develop those qualities as well and i think that just pure effort is enough to impact those around us and to impact ourselves. Yeah. And I love that. Thank you so much. I think to tie that all back together, the reason why I was thinking about that is because in verse 12, it says, and Christ knows how to succor these people according to their needs. And there, there's a lot of different scriptures that came to my mind. Like God uses us as instruments to bless mm-hmm. the lives of others. And for those who are faithful and are following Jesus Christ, like if we are actively trying to follow Christ, God is going to put us in the path of those that we need to bless. Mm-hmm. So those that we interact with on a daily basis, God has placed them in our lives. Yeah. Already. Either for us to bless or for them or to bless for them us. To bless us. <laughs> and as we ourselves are assisting in almost in the atonement mm-hmm. um, from the perspective of being a strength to others and blessing others and serving others, we can gain a greater appreciation for the atonement in our lives and we can feel it more in our lives. And we like that for, or like that paragraph and Elder Uchtdorf's talk talks about we become more refined and we can become who the Savior wants us to become. Yeah, I love that. So, I know we started talking about verse 11 and how much Christ has done for us, but I would like to leave an invitation today to not only myself and to Margaret, but to you guys, that if you would reach out or try to find and just recognize those people in your life that you can help, 
and can bless, you will be able to also feel the Savior's love in your life more. I think something that I need more often right now in my life is to not think about myself and to think about others and how I can bless others. And I know that will help me to have the atonement more in my life and have mm -hmm. the strength that comes from the Savior and the joy that comes from Him as well more in my life. I love that. Well, we're really grateful that we were able to um, discuss Alma 711 today with each other and with you. And um, we're grateful for the opportunities that that's brought us to reflect on all the Savior's done for us and all that he continues to do for us and, and how he's, um, he's got our back always. And he, he puts the right people in our path and he puts us in the path of who needs to be there. And um, we're grateful for the opportunity that this um, week's episode has given us to reflect on how much the Lord loves us. Thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your day and we'll see you next week.